0: This is The Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Listener and blogger Scott from a couple quitters.com. he asked, how do you warm up your voice before speaking? Scott, as you know, I use my voice for a living, so probably I do more things than the average bear to warm up and protect my voice. I feel strongly about the importance of keeping my voice healthy and strong. But I didn't always feel this way. I used to say, I don't need to do anything special. I could just talk, right? I say the words, the sound comes out. Eh, big red button. When you use your voice a lot and you don't take care of it, it causes the vocal cords to become irritated and inflamed. Think about how it feels the day after cheering and screaming for your favorite team. Researchers even say that yelling at the top of your lungs can actually permanently damage your vocal cords. So that's why most actors, singers, and speakers, we take extra precautions. But there's many professions that also have a very high demand on their voice. Think about it. Teachers, attorneys, receptionists, tech support staff, customer service, and sales reps. According to the docs, it's usually these people that aren't thinking about protecting their voices, and then they run into trouble. The doc tells me it's also important for people who work in noisy environments like restaurant workers, factory workers, or even police officers. And it's even important for the sports fan who's enthusiastically cheering his team on. So today, I'll share with you some of the exercises that I do to warm up my voice just before a speaking gig, and I'll also share with you some of the things that I do for general preventative maintenance. First, for every event that I do, I request a wireless microphone, even in the small rooms, If I'm using a microphone, then I don't have to use my loud voice. And for people who talk a lot as part of their job, I highly, highly recommend this. It can reduce the strain significantly. Next, the day before an event, I try to rest my voice as much as possible by not talking. The day of the event, I usually begin with a few warm-up exercises. I usually start with deep breathing. If you're a regular listener, you might remember I covered this technique for deep breathing in episode three. I cleverly titled it How to Breathe Properly. And For me, deep breathing brings my heart rate down. It's calming and relaxing. That's why I like to start with that. In general, the idea is to relax the daily tensions that we hold in our neck, face, and mouth. I usually stretch my neck by doing slow head rolls. I work the muscles in my face by massaging my face, and by exaggerating smiles and frowns. The idea is to make a big smile and hold, and then frown and hold. Smile and hold, frown and hold. Other ways to stretch are by yawning, by sticking your tongue out as far as possible, and move it from side to side. And don't forget your lips. You can try exaggerated chewing motions, An exaggerated lip movement by saying, red leather, yellow leather. Here's how it would sound when you're doing it red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. (laughs) Oh man, am I glad this is just audio and not video. (laughs) Anyway, in order to produce the best possible sound, your vocal resonators, your articulators, and the vocal cords need to be loose and relaxed. The resonators are your throat, your mouth cavity, and your nasal passages. The vocal articulators are your tongue, the soft palate, and the lips. Next, I usually say a few tongue twisters. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Sally sells seashells by the seashore. That last one's my favorite because I tend to trip up on sibilants, which are the S's and f sounds. Of course, you should pick tongue twisters that are specific to your trouble spots. If I've got time or it's an important gig, I'll also run through a few singing scales. I generally like to start by singing the vowel sounds A-E-A-O-U. A-E-A-O-U. And then I add in the consonant sounds. ma me mo la le li lo I also do just regular scales. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do, do, ti, la, so, fa, mi, re, do, and so on up the scale. So even though I'm not a singer, and clearly I'm not a singer, it doesn't matter. The singing exercises the vocal cords and the other muscles of the throat so much more than just speaking does. So part of my general preventative maintenance of my voice, I try to sing every day. It helps to keep my muscles strong, and I like to sing. It puts me in a good mood, and I can do it anywhere. Again, in the category of prevention, just like for your general health, the best thing you can do is to stay hydrated. I drink plenty of water throughout the day. Also, I drink water before I go to bed, and I keep a glass by my bedside. If I wake up in the night, I take a drink, and then again in the morning, I drink the rest of the water. My kids do this now, too. Your vocal cords vibrate very fast and you need water to be sure the lubrication is the right consistency. It's kind of like keeping your motor oil clean. If it gets too thick or mucky, it doesn't do as good a job. So basically, by having lots of water in your body, it optimizes your throat's mucus production. And by the way, some of you may have heard that you should avoid milk because it stimulates mucus production. However, according to recent research, there's no proven correlation between drinking milk and excess mucus production. It turns out it only feels that way because there is a slight temporary thickening of the saliva after drinking milk. So if you like to drink milk, go for it, but maybe not just before you're speaking. In addition to water, I enjoy drinking tea. In fact, I'm drinking it right now. Hot tea is very soothing, and I mostly drink decaffeinated tea because the caffeine causes dehydration. Some people like to use throat coat tea, which is an herbal blend that purports to support throat health. Of course, both water and tea are ways to internally hydrate yourself. But you can also externally hydrate your vocal cords. I sometimes take a shower or just turn the shower on so I can breathe in the steam. Some people use a personal steamer. You could also just run hot water and put a towel over your head and breathe in the steam. For similar hydrating reasons, some people like to regularly use a humidifier. In fact, we keep our house humidified, and one time the humidifier broke. And I noticed it immediately because of the way my mouth and throat felt. Okay, so there you have it. Some quick and dirty tips to warm up your voice and keep it healthy and strong. Scott, I can't emphasize enough how important this is. These tips aren't just for performers or other professionals that put a stress and a strain on their voice. It's important for all of us to be able to communicate with a healthy and strong voice. This is Lisa B. Marshall, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. Let me know in the comments what you do to protect your voice. I mentioned three weeks ago that I selected Brandon Wilsey's idea to make a few short, fun, and free videos that can be used by public speaking teachers from middle school through the university level. I'm looking for sponsorship of the project, and I'm hoping you might want to help. If you'd like to be part of the content team, script editors, film crew, production crew, or anybody really that wants to be involved with the project, please let me know. I have heard from a few people. I just need a couple more volunteers, and we'll be ready to go. To learn how you can contribute to the project, please send me an email. Thanks. For additional resources and sneak peeks at new stuff, join the Public Speaker fan page or join my newsletter. If you'd like to connect with me, feel free to join my networks on LinkedIn or Twitter. All the links are in the show notes. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.